are you, Elliot? Very good. Oh, got to flip this around here. There we go. Inviting Bruno. A little disorganized, so. Yeah, no problem. There he is, Bruno. How are you doing? Good, dude. I forgot it was in my personal account. Oh. <laughs> I went live on my personal account. I'm like, oh, yeah, there you go. People joining here. <laughs> Just got your family members joining in. That's it. Yeah. Like, I, I can't find these guys. Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> They're not showing up. It's not right. <laughs> How are you guys? Good. Good. How you guys doing? Good, good. Everyone's doing all right? Yeah. yeah. NFL football started. Yep. Good old Bills already up 7 nothing. Yeah. Hey, nice. I'll take it. Nice. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah. So I poured uh, I poured two of these. One I've been sipping for a while here. And uh, the other one I'm just letting sit. See if it makes a difference when we get into it. Yeah. Yeah, so uh... I've spent some time with uh, with it in multiple ways. Tonight I'm gonna do a little water in one of them. Right, good idea. Uh, proof it down. Probably do about I don't know forty-ish. Yeah, whiskey energy. Bills, Bills and Rams going at it. You're right. Yeah, it's back and forth right now. We got uh, Dan Tran. Whiskey Tran in Edmonton there uh, joining in with us, too. He's got a sample that I poured him uh, two ounces of the uh, loose tube, so he should be good to hang around with us for a bit and taste it, see what he gets from it. Make some comments, too, whatever you get from it. Uh, be cool to uh, talk about it. Yeah, so, Daryl, you want to introduce it? Yeah, I was actually looking for some notes on it because I – like I said, I totally got unprepared. I got asked to do a bunch of things right before the live. We are drinking Loose Toque. That's bad lighting on that. Try it. There we go. Loose Toque. Cask number nine, which is ex-bourbon. Don't know how many were made. Uh, it's a 100% small batch rye whiskey. It is actually rye, not Canadian rye. What we call Canadian rye with no rye in it, just corn. Um, they are out of Vaughan, uh, yeah, yeah. Ontario. So pretty local to both of you, a little further away from me. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, definitely. Quick trip down the 400 and we're there. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll have to make a plan to go visit them sometime. Yeah. Uh, that'd be really the, cool. Man. The age statement on it is five years, um, that it sat in those ex bourbon casts. Uh, I think they were first filled. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a really interesting one. The last release I had from them was uh, a three year old 100% rye whiskey. Uh, okay. It was finished in American wine barrels. Uh, judging from the taste, I think it was a, a white wine that it may have been finished in, but uh, not 100% okay. sure on that. Okay, cool. Yeah, we got Rob Whiskey in the Six, cool name. Yeah, you're right. It, um, you know, it. Obviously, being Canadian, uh, the Toque uh, is is a is a cool play uh, for a name. But uh, also, they won a they won a logo award or something, Daryl. I don't know if you remember what it was, but uh, in the yeah, the logo category at one of the competitions, they won they won for their for their logo too. So yeah, it was out of um, I think it was a San Francisco Design Award. So they won for their logo. Uh, I think they got a gold, uh, and they got a silver for their bottle design. 
yeah um, so yeah it, it's a it's a really cool logo it's it's almost like a an aggressive moose with a, a toque hanging off the uh, one antler uh it's it's a nice attractive bottle it's got some weight to it yeah actually bruno this is this is a good one for me to to give to you to try and get some cool snaps of because i was telling uh daryl like my photography skills are nowhere near where the two of yours are and uh you know, I'm trying to take some pictures of it. It's a it's a really cool bottle because it's see through, um, and the rye is quite light, which will uh, light in color, which we'll talk about. But um, you know, I find it really hard to get a good picture of it. So yeah, leave it to the pros. Yeah, yeah. I'm, speaking of the color, it, it's like a really light honey. I would say. Um, yeah, it's. A lot lighter than I expected for a five-year-old. Um, mm. By comparison, if these don't wash out, yeah, yeah, you can see it, which is yeah. quite a bit darker. Which is interesting, right? Like, uh, you know, it's aged, it's aged two years longer, but uh, less color taken from the uh, from the barrel. Right. So it, it could have been like a lighter red wine or something like that too. That that was aged. Right. In, I I have no idea what type of wine other than it was wine barrels but yeah so it's definitely taken from that yeah because this is so this is 100 percent ex-bourbon i think he mentions here yeah medium char um on the on the barrels so um but it was all first fill ex-bourbon barrels that's right um it's got a a really a really nice but soft nose on it mm-hmm um, like we were saying at the beginning, I found the best way to enjoy this rye was uh, to let it sit for 15, 20 minutes, uh, get the air going, let it start to oxidize. Uh, you and I, um, when we first uh, tasted it, we did that quick 30-minute <laughs> Zoom to, to yeah. chat about it. We were actually quite surprised that like it wasn't like a punchy rye. Yep. Um, it was really, really subtle. Um our original thoughts on it, uh, or mine were that it would make a great cocktail yep. um, versus drinking neat. The more I've spent with it uh, over the last few days, uh, I'm, I'm changing my opinion on that. It's a it's a really easy drinking drinking rye. Yeah, and I, I I agree. I've poured a few drams of it since since we've you know had our our first discussions about it and. Um, yeah, I agree. Like I have, I have, you know, no problems sitting here sipping on this neat. Um, I haven't tried adding water, like you said you were going to, but um, yeah, it, it's, it's a real easy sipper. It dries out the palate on the, on the back end a little bit. I find like a, after you let it, you know, after the finish and everything is, is, is gone. Um, it's kind of dry, but um, other than that, you know, like, and, and, and I typically drink, drink rye. If I'm going to have rye, it's with a big cube of ice. Like I, like I like my bourbon, right? Um, so that might help it. I haven't tried doing that yet, but that might help it if you do it that way. Yeah. Cut some of the oils. Um, it's 45%, which I think is a, a fairly sweet spot for rye. Uh, that 90 proof, uh, 90 to hundred proof is a really sweet spot for me personally with rye so i really like it um, but let's jump into uh what are you guys getting on the nose well when i when i first poured it and you know nosed it right kind of out of the glass out of the sample that i got here from uh, from elliot 
the first thing that came to mind was peppermint, but uh, that seemed to have faded a little bit as it stayed in the in the glass a little bit. But that was kind of the first thing that popped into my mind when I poured it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what hit me that that day that Elliot and I first tried it was it, it was really strong in peppermint. I couldn't nail down exactly what it was. Um, mm. But it was yeah, like I'm, I'm definitely uh, definitely picking that up now that you're saying that. And and Daryl, you and I we talked last time, and it was the same again for me this time. It's it, you, you can find the dill in there, but it takes a while to really kind of pin it down. I find like it's not like you know some rise just hit you in the face with that dill, right? But yeah, this one, this one is subtle. It's really subtle. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a lot more dill out of the one I proofed down to okay. 40 ABV. Um, but on, Actually, on, on the 45 percent, uh, I get like rye, vanilla, caramel, like really yeah. what you get from a, a standard rye they're all very light light and then uh there's a hint of white pepper in there once you get that peppermint aired out of it somebody really was just, on the nose. sorry somebody just joined late they were asking what uh what pour we're discussing we're talking about uh duke uh batch uh sorry cask nine uh the one that daryl's holding up right and ellie yeah, so it's uh, it's a local uh, local company here um, in Ontario, um, 100% Ontario rye, uh, sourced from uh, from small farms. They actually uh, they mentioned the farm name here is K2 in uh, Bondhead. Bondhead is like a stone's throw almost from uh, from Bruno and I. You just kind of head towards Bradford and go a little bit further, and you're there. But um, yeah, it's, it's really close to you guys. Yeah, so what, and you know, Vaughn is too, and I mean, I work in Vaughn, so I'm always in Vaughn. So for me, this is really cool to to get something this close to home because it's not it's not that common for us in this area. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's really well well made. Um, I was going to mention the one thing there you mentioned about proofing your your one glass down there, Daryl. Uh, I uh, I know he he told us that it. It came out of the the barrels at cash strength, and they were gonna bot they were gonna bottle it and keep it at cash strength, but they ended up proofing it down to the forty five percent. The one question we didn't ask is what um, it came out at. I'm curious, you know, what did they proof it down from? Yeah, but yeah, that, that's something we should find out. Maybe yeah. put it in a post. Uh, they he he felt the same thing about uh, cash zero three. Uh, the release last year was um, they they bottled that at 45 again uh, okay. after debating whether or not to release it at cast strength. And yeah, uh, Whiskey Tran here is saying he, he agrees you have to really look for the rye to get the uh, um, dill notes on the nose. He gets a lot of dusty hay for sure. See that? Let, let's Whiskey jump asks, yeah, you you poor Ontario boys have a hard time getting any whiskey. Very true. You're not wrong. He's, he's trying to get us off track like he does every live. <laughs> it's how he, he joins the discussion every time, just rubbing it in what he gets out in Alberta. <laughs> yeah, you're right, though. It's, it's really nice to get a whiskey that's close to your area. And to be honest, it's, um, it's, it's impressive to me you know, that this has made this this close to us here because, you know, there's a whole bunch of other whiskeys that, that I've tried that are, you know, local, 
you know, whatever, right? But they're not very impressive. And, and this this is made well, in my opinion. I find it, you know, and I, I haven't drank a lot of rye. Rye's not my primary whiskey that I'll go to, right? Um, but you and I, Daryl, we compared it to a few, you know, uh, other ryes that we had on our shelf quickly there, right? Um, when we had our first Zoom meeting. And, uh, you know, it it... it it was maybe a little bit lower on the scale of some of them that we ported against, but it was priced appropriately for that as well, right? Yeah, um, I think this one, what's this priced around? $54? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's super, super small batch, right? Like, I mean, we're yeah. talking about, we're comparing it to distilleries that have a lot more um, involved in the in the whiskey game, right? So, a, a bit, yeah. bigger footprint for sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what are you guys finding on the palate? I agree with uh, Elliot on the um, like on the back end, the the dryness. You can really feel that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I find um, up front, it, the rye hits you. Um, it's still that light rye, very smooth. Uh, mm -hmm. Some white pepper mixes in from that rye that comes out. Um, what I got after that, as it kind of moved backwards was uh it's a caramel but not like a standard uh caramel that you'd normally find in like a bourbon or something like that it, it, to me it's like you know caramel that is just starting to burn on the edges if you're baking with it mm -hmm. uh, interesting it, yeah kind of came across really interesting and that's what i got uh was it monday night uh tuesday monday or tuesday night when i was sitting with it um so with ross Whiskey ass, uh, just to answer your question there, no, it's 750 mil, so really, really well priced for the 750 mil bottle. Um, I think it was one of the questions we met missed there. Yeah, Steve was asking gunpowder lighting. Will will we make it? Will it be available across Ontario? To answer your question, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think for sure if you reach out to them, they'd uh, they'd find a way to get a bottle uh, out there. Um, yeah. I don't know if they if they do the shipping um, across province or not, but. I'm sure they will. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll figure out a way to get it out. out west. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, I also find that it's really savory. Um, like, it, it's got a great mouth coating. It's not quite creamy. It's not quite oily. It's, like, right in between. Um, so I, I find it really, like, it's a really enjoyable dram. Um, as soft as it is on the nose, it, it's got some some peppery heat in it um but not enough that you're like a couple drams and i'm done with it it's yeah that, and i think that's the key right that's what that's what you and i kind of talked about it it has enough spice enough character to kind of elevate you from you know those 30 dollar bottles of rye that you buy if you're you know a ryan coke person or whatever ryan ginger but it's got you know not quite as much as those, you know, kick you in the face rise that are, you know, 80 or 90 bucks. Right. So I think it's really, uh, really well priced for that, for that range. Yeah. The watered one, watered down one on the palate, it loses a lot of its substance, um, compared to the 45. Mm -hmm. So even taking it down that, that 5% in ABV, um, it's, it's really soft. It, it really, falls into a watery category so uh, right. i don't know you'd want to 
a big square ice cube, I think, <laughs> in a glass yeah. that's going to melt slow uh, yeah. if, if you're going to put it on ice. Or just a really large pour to go with the ice. That works, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was quite surprised. Like, uh, the notes are all muted in, in the, the one I just took down to 40. Um, not not surprising because it, it's quite a jump in the amount of water that's in there. Uh, right. In two right. Ounces, it, it's a quarter ounce. Um, so it, it's a substantial amount of water to add. Um, I also really like the finish on this one. For as soft as the rye is, uh, it actually sits there with, with a peppery feel. Um, like just on the tongue and more the top part of the throat than then heading down into heating up your stomach. Um, it, it's not going to have that winter winter hug that we all want from rye. Um, mm. But again, it, it's not going to come back and and uh, come back up your, your throat and burn it later in the evening. Yeah. yeah. It's nicely on the back of the tongue. doesn't really attack the throat. It's a nice yeah. peppery, as we were saying. Yeah, it's like just right there. <laughs> it just sits there for a long time, too. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. For any whiskey at forty-five percent, that that's like it's still sitting there though the whole time I've been talking. So, um, yeah, it's definitely more white pepper uh, than a black yeah. pepper. It, it's a it's the soft white pepper that you would have um, than that stronger rye black pepper. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm just uh, as you guys are talking there, I'm just clicking through here just because I was curious if you, if you do, you know, go through the website and and add one to your cart it does give you the option to choose other provinces if you're choosing shipping. So I assume that it would make it your way, uh, Steve, if you did want to order one or anybody else uh, across Canada, I think, I think they'll, they'll ship it. Yep. John, thanks for jumping on. Um, I've got some extra notes in this one um, that the finish while it's light and peppery, it, it, it's pretty much what I just said. Um, that it lasts a considerable amount of time. And yeah, my does, yeah. is, uh, to myself to remember to let the whiskey air out in the glass um, after swirling it for about 15 minutes. Yeah, mm. I definitely felt that it, uh, it changed a little bit from when I initially poured it and uh, let it sit before we jumped on, uh, on this live here. It, uh, it uh, changed a little bit after that, that 15 minutes, that peppermint, kind of settled down became more of just a, a nice white pepper um, note so definitely made a, a bit of a difference there sitting for a little bit cool yeah so there was there was one note that i found but it was after after my second dram um i haven't got it tonight uh but i, I was kind of gonna throw it out there to see what you guys think if it, it's hidden back in there or, or later maybe you can comment on the the video once it's posted um, there's almost like a, a smoky bacon um, taste to it, but like more of a a really crisp bacon than <laughs> how I would normally cook bacon. Right. Um, like I said, I'm not getting it right now on this this first one, but I did get it uh, Monday night when I was just sitting watching TV and drinking it. Yeah. That wasn't that wasn't after you cooked those four pounds of bacon and. No, that that was Saturday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I was gonna say that's just that's just a leftover bacon in your teeth there, Daryl. <laughs> yeah, that that's those videos are just the teasers. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
No, but it's cool though. Like, uh, you know, whiskey ass again here, comment, right. To be, be curious to see how it evolves, right. How it changes after a month or so. Right. And, and it's so true. And, and I, th I think, I think there will be, because already from the first time that we had this, now that, you know, I've, I've got past the neck, I've given a couple samples out and, you know, maybe a, a quarter of the way through the bottle kind of thing. It's, it's, it's different. It's, yeah. and tonight it, it tastes better tonight than it did when you and I had that, that first call. Um, the first, you know, like our consensus after the first call that we had was basically like, yeah, you know, it's an elevated, um, you know, cocktail rye kind of thing, right. Was, was what we were thinking, but I'm in total agreement now. Like I, I mean, I have just right now sipped to, you know, good drams of it neat. Right. So yeah. you definitely can do it. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, yeah. In 20 minutes, I've almost gone through two ounces. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a very easy drinking rye. Uh, there you really go. Enjoyable. Bruno's still working through some notes, starting to dry in the glass. Um, and, and whiskey ass, uh, cast zero cast, cast three. Um, it really evolved in the bottle and I've let the bottle sit now. There's about a quarter left, um, for probably two or three months. So I'm interested to see what it tastes like in the next couple of weeks again. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he's saying two ounces in 20 minutes says something in, its, in and of itself. So. It's a really easy drinking rye, uh, really enjoyable. Um, overall, I, I gave it a score uh, around seven, seven and a quarter out of 10. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that's my final because I want to, like you said, let the bottle open some more. I've only got probably a, maybe an eighth out of it, not as much as you, because um, I haven't right. got any samples out to people yet. Right. Uh, but I think once it hits that half mark and sits for three four months i think it's really gonna oxidize out nicely yeah, um mob photography just join in um yeah it, it it does actually i mean the uh the maybe the alcohol itself i don't know how you would explain it doesn't doesn't change you know but the the flavor profiles and and it may it may not even be the 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 alcohol itself like the the whiskey itself that's that's evolving in the glass but it's the fact that you know more air is then got into the bottle it changes the profile of it and the fact that it's opened up um you know more oxygen in the bottle and that's that's the same you know justification as why you know most people would say once you get kind of below half of a bottle um you either decant it into something smaller or or try and finish it you know within a reasonable amount of time right um yeah, and it's the same thing as, you know, when we first poured it into the glass and then wait about 15 minutes, uh, some of the uh, the alcohol vapors are going to evaporate, uh, change the way that, uh, you know, the chemicals all interact in there and it's going to change the profile a little bit. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nitrogen is my friend at half a bottle. I just don't have nitrogen on hand. Yeah, uh, that's so a I good point though, yeah. I took uh, the Whiskey Explorer's advice and take it down into uh, a 10-ounce bottle or an 8-ounce, yeah. whatever it'll fit in with very minimal air uh, to slow that oxidization. Um, but really, it's it's not going to change from experience. Uh, once you get down past the halfway point to maybe the quarter point, you've got a, you've got a year or so. It's... Uh, 
to it takes finish it out. And once you get past that quarter point, then you've got a couple months. Yeah. That's right. Kill it. Um, Bottle sip. Yeah, Mike. Mike's got a Mike's got a tasting tonight, a Zoom tasting whiskey explorer. So um, that's probably uh, probably where half our viewership is is tonight. But um, it, uh, I think, I think he, you know, normally he tries to really make an attempt to get into these things too. So I, I think he would have been on here as well, uh, you know, supporting supporting the community. But um, he definitely was the one who, who recommended, you know, either decant it into something smaller or or uh, you know, sample it out or whatever you want to do with it. But yeah, after it gets kind of down below the, the half, that's when you you kind yeah. of want to start doing something with it, right? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we try to keep these things short for everybody. Um, we're around that 20 minute mark. Uh, what are you guys, what are you guys closing thoughts on this one? Closing thoughts, I think, uh, you know, it's great value. Uh, something local, something, uh, like we said, uh, it's a nice rye, kind of uh, not super entry level, not super, you know, high level, but uh, kind of right in the middle. It fits right into that, uh, right into that level there. It's a really nice, easy drinker, like, like we said. Yeah. 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 Good call. Yeah. I, um, I'm just looking at it in my glass, my glasses, my second glass is now empty and there's still, I, I don't know if the camera picks it up, probably not, but there's still you know, legs in the glass from, you know, a yeah. sip, you know, maybe a minute ago or whatever. So it's really, it's really, you know, um, oily kind of um, that, that mouthfeel of it is, is really nice. It coats the palate really nicely. And that's why it lingers so long, I think too. But it does dry out a little bit, which is, you know, not, um, not to say a bad thing. Um, some people really enjoy that type of finish, right? Um for me, it just makes me want to take another sip quicker. Um, you know, wet wet the palate again, right? But um, yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 way better tonight. Um, and not to say it was bad when we first tasted it, but it's way better tonight than it was when we first tasted it. And um, yeah, I, uh, I'm really impressed with it. Like I said, super local to uh, to Bruno and I, and and to you too, Daryl. And uh, you know, really cool to see products like this coming out of uh, of Ontario. Period. Let alone like you know. The, the bond area so really neat uh john yeah we're drinking the loose toque uh batch 009 or cask 009 i should say 100 uh, percent rye um finish some urban barrels yeah no color added on that either so the, all the color that's coming in there even though it's really light it's because they haven't added anything to it so that's so right yeah. as well Yep. No coloring, no flavor, which is nice in the Canadian market to not have added. Um, yeah, I think I think Dan summed it up as you guys were talking to was toss this rye in a blind and it's going to fool a lot of people as to what it actually is. Um, mm. Is it truly a rye? Is it is it something else? Um, and it, it's just it's one of those whiskeys that you you want to keep drinking now that it started to open up for me. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really impressed with this release. Um, really excited to see where Loose Tukes going to head with their next release. Uh, no idea when it's going to be. Uh, they're also, I think, producing vodka. Uh, I don't know if they have a gin or not. Uh, yeah, but think... anybody in Ontario, like it, it's it's worth checking out. Bruno. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the distillery is called Last Rod Distillery, right? Um, yes. And they. 
they've got some gin, some vodkas as well. So uh, maybe we plan one day to go down there and check it out. Yeah, yeah, we've already kind of approached him about that, and he, he you know, they're totally open to it. So That's I think it. that'd be cool. We can, uh, yeah, our next our next loose toque live will be uh, from the uh, from the distillery itself. That that would be a good plan to do. Um, so thanks everybody who jumped in. Yeah. I'm Whiskey Sith on Instagram. You're following me or Single Malt Mac is Elliot and the Whiskey Senses is Bruno, our special guest tonight. Uh, glad he could join. Um, Thank you guys. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your Thursday evenings. You too, guys. Yeah, cheers, everyone. Thanks for coming on, Bruno. Daryl, thanks as always, buddy. Have a good night, guys. Have a good night. Sure.